I've been listening to music nearly my whole life. When I was three, four, or five, somebody got me my first record player by Fisher Price. This was a brown-on-brown rectangle that popped open to reveal a spinning disc and a janky little needle that made a lot of pops, but still, it was a real record player. So sometime about four, five, or six, I was done with those baby records, and my mom took me to the record store. I really wanted to get Tiffany's I Think We're Alone Now, but it was all sold out because I guess it was really popular that first week or two. Big album in the early 80s. So instead of getting I Think We're Alone Now, I got Holiday Rap by not Madonna, but MC Miker and DJ Finn. Now, <laughs> this was kind of a joke album. It actually turned into the background track for David S. Pumpkins on Saturday Night Live. And it's also the song used in the YouTube video, Little Superstar. If you haven't seen that, check it out. I'm going to link to it in the title of this. Anyways, after I played that for a while, it got a little played out for me and mom. So she took me back to the record store, and that's when I got Pump Up the Volume by Mars. This is a UK track that hit the radios a little bit here in the States, and it let me wild out as a five or six-year-old. I don't have that saying quite right. We'll touch on that later. But anyways, if I would have stopped my selections right here, I'd probably be a super cool dude. But instead, my dad took me to a radio promo because dad loves hot dogs. And you know, radio hosts never look like you imagine. So the first thing that happened to me at this promo, I was shocked by this fat man with this smooth, silky voice. But they let me reach into their prize bag and that's where I got my first cassette tape. This was Gloria Esteban's Let It Loose, and it had some big tracks on it, like Rhythm Is Gonna Get You, and my favorite, her counting song. And this is where she's like, one, two, three, four, come on, baby, keep on counting, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I haven't heard it in a while. That might not be the way it goes. But I have some fond memories of Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Thank you so much for letting me reminisce about all of this music. Do you have a first album that's near and dear to your heart? Give me a call and talk about it. I'm going to be talking about my Honda Odyssey minivan club. I also want to talk about a superpower for a successful career and McFly. So get your damn hands off that dial and welcome to a great episode of Joshin' Around. So I said while and out. And it's actually wild in out. I learned this from Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey's ex-husband. Way to go, Nick. Now, I looked into the etymology of this word, and I found wild and out on Urban Dictionary from 2002. I didn't see wild in out until 2005 or six. I don't know anything because I'm an old fuddy-duddy, right? It's funny. When you're closer to 40, you don't learn about the slang until your third or fourth grader brings it home, which means it's already three years old. So I do turn to Urban Dictionary a lot. I didn't know there were dates on here, so I could check what came first. I also didn't know there's trending on here. So trending for February 5th on Urban Dictionary, number one, 143 a.m. or p.m. means I love you. 531-8008 comes in at number two. That is boobies upside down on a calculator. Jousting is when two naked men with erection. Oh. Uh, Bluterus, oh, a female equivalent of blue balls. <laughs> Mio, a badass mofo that makes you train until your eyes bleed out. Whoa, no. WST, we're still friends. Tiki, the best for sunshine in my pocket means you got some weed with you. Oh, hey, JT, what's up? 
You know, my favorite bumper sticker from Head Shops was another dopeless hope fiend. I think that's great. Saying gratitude, man, it doesn't matter your latitude. I woke up in a bad mood, but you made it improve. I'm no longer salty like that little Morton's girl. I got a whole world out there to explore. So open up the door, there's more. There's always more to see, and you got it, and you're gonna hear some more from me. I appreciate the invite, man. I make it right. I'm gonna be here every day and every fortnight. Yeah, checking in at two weeks and more, like every single two minutes, you got it, and I'm ready to get it to the everybody. And I'm sorry about that. I'm gonna get it on track. A choo choo, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going through a wall. Like it was a Kool-Aid man Oh yeah, you gotta like my tan I'm so Mediterranean And I don't wanna be like Raggedy Ann Andy is me, you got it And I'm gonna see it, but not a dick Okay, you know, you know it's Josh Josh show Okay, okay, I wanna slow my roll <sighs> Now I'm back in my control like the D-pad You got it, and I don't wanna be a fucking D-bag So I'm gonna jump off now But know that I'm so proud I'm gonna call in again and be loud I recently met some like-minded individuals here locally, and we all share one thing in common. We all drive Honda Odyssey minivans. And when I say we're like-minded, that really means we're just a bunch of nerd dads with a little extra time on our hands. So I suggested we form a Honda Odyssey minivan club, kind of like a biker gang, but with minivans. I suggested we get satin jackets. Another contingent of the club wants us to get leather jackets. We'll probably just cheap out and get some fraternity-like t-shirts. What we're trying to figure out now is what to call the club. There's a bunch of cliches and puns getting tossed around. We're by the sea, so I'm voting for the odd by the sea club. Other people have said Homer's Odyssey. You know, if you have a great name for us, I'll put it on a satin jacket. Yeah, I'm not scared. I might even get it on a headband like the one that says daddy. Yeah, I got that when my girl was force born many, many years ago. So I was a nerd dad from the jump. I'm just trying to stay on it, stay current. Jean-Claude's damn vans would be another good one. If my name was Jean, if this was Jeaning around, wait, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Speaking of things that don't make sense, I reached out last week to talk about leaving my zipper down. And I blamed this on my trousers because Take it from me, there's a lot of fasteners on men's slacks. If you get some heart shaped remarks pants or something like that, there's a button, a zipper, there's another button, there's a fastener, and then a belt. But I got some tough love from one of Anchor's style gurus. Let's hear more. I feel like in regards to the zipper, that becomes a personal problem. I don't know if you can necessarily necessarily blame that on the trouser zippers or like the trouser fasteners. I think that just comes down to remembering if you zipped up your pants or not and uh, taking responsibility for it. But that's just me. I don't know. I've uh, made that mistake myself plenty of times. So we'll uh, we'll have to pull the masses and see what they have to say. It's 100% correct. I really can't blame the trousers. As with everything, it comes down to personal responsibility. Look at me, a true liberal American trying to blame everyone else for their problems. In the book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams, one of the things that makes a main character go crazy is that on the side of a toothpick box, there's instructions. He just loses it. If you're familiar with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, hope you got your towel today. In any event, I've got a box of Q-tips in my hand. These are cotton swabs. 
And on the back, it says there's a variety of uses for beauty, apply or remove eyeliner, first aid, gently apply ointments, baby care, home electronics. It doesn't show ears anywhere on here. Instead, there's a warning on the side that says do not insert swab into ear canal. Entering the ear canal could cause injury. If used to clean ears, stroke swab gently around the outer surface of the ear only. That's not how I was trained. I'm going to jam it in there. I'm going to get it clean. I'm going to beat on my drum. Hey. Does anybody use an ear candle though? Because that just seems weird. Hey Josh, my earliest musical memory drove my parents insane because see my cousin made this custom tape for me. It was a mixtape as they used to say back in the day and it drove my parents nuts because it was La Bamba by Richie Valens. Over and over and over and over again. All the good old days of mixtapes. Be blessed, man. Have a great day. Mixtapes. I remember mixtapes. I love mixtapes. Had to get a bunch of blank CDs to make a bunch of mixtapes. I had a friend call me the other day and say, Josh, I'm trying to develop an app that's going to bring back the mixtape. And I was like, oh, you mean like a Spotify playlist? Come on, bro. Give it the times. Speaking of, somebody send me a mixtape. I want a Spotify playlist. My Spotify account is Congress 2030, right? Because remember, set your passwords as your goals, usernames too. I am driving around today and I'm finding that stop signs could easily be rebranded to read stop and text. Life advice can be found anywhere if you're paying attention. My youngest watches a lot of Sesame Street, so I'm well versed in the show. One of the Muppets on the show has a character that he plays. It's called Super Grover 2.0. Super Grover only has one superpower, but if you apply his superpower to your career, your career will take off like a rocket ship. What is Super Grover's superpower? Well, he shows up. That's it. That's all you have to do is each and every day just show up and be actively involved in your job and you will succeed. Let me share a story with you. Early in my sales career, I was working at a broadcast TV station in Tallahassee, and my boss decided to hire more young salespeople right out of college because I was such a success. So in comes a young man we called Jimmy Armhair. Jimmy came with a degree in marketing and a prescription to Adderall, and he took the advice I'm giving. He showed up every day and was actively involved. I wouldn't say Jimmy was dumb as a box of rocks because that'd be an insult to the box of rocks. But he certainly wasn't the brightest. Nonetheless, he never took no for an answer. He always did what the boss said, and he never gave up. Guess what? Jimmy's now in a C-suite at the top of the skyscraper in New York City. He works for one of the largest broadcasters in the United States, and he's on the vice president level. Jimmy is a success. Here I sit, much smarter, many more talents, but I can just keep on talking because I can't match Jimmy showing up every day and digging the ditch. I don't mean to be a shill here, but Chobani is a yogurt brand, right? And there's that John Mayer song. Why can't they just combine the two and play? Chobani is a wonderland. Mm. Mm. Chobani is a wonderland. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't shill out like this. Not until I get paid real money. A little bit of real talk. One of my bank cards was hacked over the weekend. Pretty sure it came from a gas station credit card slot where some thieves put a skimmer in there while I was in Central Florida. Late Friday night, some thieves were in Miami convenience stores withdrawing $200 at a time from my bank account. 
I went to the bank and they said, well, you know, it happens. It was a pin-based transaction. You probably got hacked somewhere. Go to the police station. They'll give you a police report and a case number. That's all we need to get your money back. So I did just that. And the police officer was very apathetic. He could care less, even though I told him I put my detective cap on and I think I had the case cracked. He said, nah, these guys online are so sophisticated. We'll never catch them. You know, quite honestly, the policeman says, I'm in the wrong business. These guys have really got it down to a science. Well, that's reassuring. So if you heard the open, you know, musically speaking, I started out as the coolest six-year-old on earth, listening to Mars's pump up the volume. But I slipped a little bit by the time I got my first compact disc. Yeah, well, I convinced my mom that I was worthy of some sort of reward, always be closing. So we went down to the Sam's Club to get me a new CD boombox. Well, you couldn't have a CD boombox without having a CD to go with it. So we went over to the music section. That's right, Sam's Club sold CDs back in the day. They really were everywhere. Early on in the compact disc career, it still came with a lot of packaging. It was a long rectangle with all of the information, partly so they could showcase more of the graphic design, also so kids couldn't just pocket the jewel case. In any event, I picked out my first CD. A former dancer for the Los Angeles Lakers, Paula Abdul, jumped right into our cart and right into my heart. That's right. Opposites did attract me, a squeaky voice, little 11-year-old boy, and this, air quotes, beautiful 80s, early 90s pop singer. Yeah, I loved it. I had the posters on the wall and everything. Don't tell anybody. Well, I guess here I am telling everyone. I'm going to tell you about my very first music experience, and it's going to be real deep. I'm going to turn off the fan. How's it going, Josh? Joshing around. Love the show. Haven't caught it in a little while. Sorry about that. Um, my first music experience, the very first one that I remember was listening to the Beach Boys. Um, and my, my stepdad's friend brought over a tape of the Beach Boys, and I listened to it on my, uh, on my bed like a 16-year-old girl. And I kicked my feet in the air, listened to candy, and I or and ate candy. But I ate candy, and I really enjoyed the Beach Boys. That was my first experience. My first tape was Janet Jackson, and my first CD was Soul Asylum. Thanks for making a great show, bro. I like the way he phrased that. We should change the meme from find someone who looks at you like to find someone who listens to you like a 16-year-old girl listens to music because that's really the apex right there. Oh, no, he's calling back. Hey, Smooth Bear, Josh and Ron, do you have another music confession for me? I'm going to tell you about my very first music experience, and it's going to be real deep. I'm going to turn off the fan. How's it going, Josh? Joshing around. Love the show. Haven't caught it in a little while. Sorry about that. Um... My first music experience, the very first one that I remember was listening to the Beach Boys. Um, and my, my stepdad's friend brought over a tape of the Beach Boys and I listened to it on my, uh, on my bed like a 16-year-old girl. And I kicked my feet in the air, listened to candy, and I or, and ate candy, but I ate candy and I, really enjoyed the Beach Boys. That was my first experience. 
my first tape was Janet Jackson, and my first CD was Soul Asylum. Thanks for making a great show, bro. Thank you for the call-in. Thanks even more for the praise. Please know when you compliment me, my heart grows three sizes too big, and it feels amazing. I have a Soul Asylum story for you. It involves virgins, virgin daiquiris, and a runaway train, but that'll have to wait for another day. Today, we found out not to stick anything in our ears but music. We found out you have to show up to succeed, and we all learned just how much my mom would do for me. I just realized the other day that I've become the giving tree. Funny how life comes full circle. Love you, Mom, and I love everybody else for tuning in today. I'll hear you next time. We all get together and start joshing around.